Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of Deseret News. And as always, we've got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio. And actually, today, the fastest 60 minutes of radio will be done in 30 minutes. Uh, sort of like my exercise program. I can do an hour-long workout in about 12 minutes. It's it's amazing. So we're going to have a shortened version of Inside Sources today. Bottom of the hour. Stay tuned to KSL News Radio as Governor Gary Herbert and Dr. Angela Dunn will do their uh, press conference a little early today, 11:30. So we'll cover that live here as as uh, part of Inside Sources today. So we're a little bit on a compressed time schedule. Uh, so we'll try to get everything in as rapidly as we can over the next few minutes here. And uh, as always, what we're really trying to do is to help you slow things down just a little bit and divide the rage from the, rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, help you connect the dots to make the news make sense. And I want to hit just a, a couple of things today as we're uh, marching towards the bottom of the hour. And again, the uh, governor's press conference, uh, Governor Gary Herbert and Dr. Angela Dunn will be presenting some updates and uh, some guidance in terms of how Utah continues to move forward in the face of the pandemic and uh, what comes next as we move through this orange phase uh, of it and hopefully moving rapidly towards yellow and, and on into green and making sure we're doing it in the right and proper way based on the data and the science and not on just the uh, emotion and the politics of it all. So a lot of things to be discussed there and, and to move forward. But I want to hit just a, a couple of things today. And uh, as always, I want you to weigh in on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line 57500. In our second segment, we're, uh, we're kicking off here uh, today our tribute to the 2020 seniors. And obviously, uh, graduation is going to be very different for most of them. And we're going to do a salute every Thursday. We'll take a segment of the show uh, along with all of our uh, partners across the day here at KSL uh, to give some shout-outs to those 2020 seniors, to give some good advice. Uh, we'll highlight some of the good things that they've done and uh, what we hope they will do as they move into the future. Uh, and we want you to participate in this. So uh, chime in on the on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line. Uh, give us your one-line best advice uh, to a graduating senior. 
one line best advice to a graduating senior five seven five zero zero we'll share those not just today but we'll share those in the coming weeks as we talk about our seniors and we'll do a, a special uh, focus on that coming up here at eleven twenty. Uh, also wanted to point out today uh, Utah uh, excuse me today is the uh, National Day of Prayer first Thursday in May and uh, interesting history there over the years and and presidents uh, both political parties have used national days of prayer in various uh, ways over the years. Uh, in 1950 um, was where we really had a proclamation for a national day of prayer. Uh, that moved that. But if you go all the way back to uh, 1775, the Continental Congress issued a proclamation recommending a day of public humiliation, fasting, and prayer. Very interesting. 1795, George Washington proclaimed a day of public thanksgiving and prayer. Uh, 1798, uh, John Adams uh, declared a day of solemn humility, fasting, and prayer. 1863, Abraham Lincoln signed a congressional resolution uh, during the Civil War, which called for April 30th, uh, 1863, as a day of fasting and prayer. So this is uh, not a new thing for the country. It's been around uh, really since our beginning. And, And one of the interesting things to me, and we've talked about this a little bit on the program, is there there's sort of this uh faith versus reason debate going on and, and i just think that's a false choice people uh you can have both <laughs> you can have faith and reason and i think actually when we give faith and reason a go is when we are most likely to be successful uh in any endeavor and so i think on a national day of prayer uh that is fitting and proper and we should do a couple of things uh one we we should pray uh, we we can use that in the country to be sure. And it is interesting, uh, the further this uh, pandemic goes along, the more people are turning to prayer. Uh, all the public opinion shows that, yeah, I pray a little more than maybe I have in the past. Uh, and interesting how moments of crisis do that to us, that we have that natural inclination uh, towards prayer. And we can also deploy all the reason and all the science, uh, all of those things. And uh, we've discussed that on this program. We've had everything from uh, astronaut uh, uh, Scott Kelly, who said, we've got to rely on the science. We've got to rely on the science. And and that was where he was going in terms of how we need to deal with things. Uh, we've talked about the great faith and works uh, of the people of Utah, uh, Project Protect and 5 million masks in five weeks. So that's getting some national and international coverage. Uh, really interesting. Scott Rasmussen, our uh, favorite pollster, used it uh, in his number of the day today, uh, nationally syndicated piece that Scott does uh, based on the numbers, what's happening out there in the world. And so he actually used that uh, 5 million number and the fact that they were being, these masks are being created one at a time in, in homes across the state of Utah. And that's that's faith and reason and good works and all of those things come together. And so I think uh, we, we have to get back to that and to make sure that that's okay. I uh, also want to take just a minute here before we get to uh, get to a break to uh, give a little shout out, since we do not have inside sources on Friday, uh, we're going to give a little bit of a shout out to, to Mother's Day uh, because we should do that. And uh, as we look at at Mother's Day, of course, there'll be all of the traditional moments of Mother's Day and what goes on there. And of course, I I have no idea what it's like to be a mother, and I never will. But there is something that I do know. Uh, which I have learned not only from my seven sisters, my mother, my wife, my three daughters, 
and now I actually have two granddaughters, uh, which is awesome. And I may not know what it's like to be a woman or to be a mother, but I do know what it is like to be influenced by them in profound ways, uh, in all kinds of ways, uh, in terms of leadership and grit and determination uh, across the board. Uh, I learned from one of my sisters, uh, I learned how to box out (laughs) and drop step in basketball. Uh, I learned from great uh, women mentors and leaders in business that the that the best decisions are when everyone has a voice at the table, not just a seat at the table, but a voice at the table. A uh, really important thing. Uh, I've also learned that for a lot of women, there is uh, a challenge uh, because partially of what society does. Uh, and I would just offer to every mother that uh, you are not alone out there. Uh, you are not the only mother who has, you know, sat in the driveway in your car and eaten the last of the chocolate chip cookies. You're you're not alone in that. You're not the only mother who has followed your children's example and uh, stuffed all the dirty clothes under the bed or uh, tidied a room quickly when someone showed up at the house. Uh, you're you're not the you're not the only one who feels like you're failing, or that you're alone, or that nobody understands, or that you wish somebody understood. The thing that is most dangerous, though, is when we view our lives through comparison. And it's very easy to do on social media to compare your worst trait to someone else's best trait. Uh, and that is wrong. And so my my one bit of advice for all the moms out there is don't ever view your life through comparison. And never let your self-worth be determined by our inability to express our gratitude for your influence in our lives. Uh, You are doing extraordinary work uh, in every aspect. And whether you're in a traditional home, single parent home, uh, or on down the list, uh, everyone matters and everyone can make a difference. And know that it is noted, uh, that it is admired, and it is appreciated. Thanks to all the moms out there, especially to my mom. Uh, and her profound influence uh, in my world. All right, uh, we're going to step aside. We're going to get ready to come back and honor our 2020 seniors as part of our special tribute to the graduates here on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do when a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.